commercial of Coca-Cola. Have a Coke and a smile. Okay. Let's start reading from the book of Habakkuk, chapter 1. We'll start reading from verse 2 to 4. Okay, where is Habakkuk? Habakkuk is actually a minor prophet. In the Bible, they categorize prophets as the major and the minor prophet. It's not because they have lesser anointing, but it's because it is determined based on the volume of books that they have written. And the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk actually is the, the author of this book. And it happened during the time or between uh, 612 to 588 B.C. Okay, kaya konti lang yung books na nagawa ni Habakkuk kasi busy siya. Okay. His reign, alam nyo nagpapaalis lang ako ng kaba kasi, you know, this is, this is our first time. Pasensya na kayo, mahihain ako eh. Okay. So this happened during the king, during the reign of King Jehoiakim. Now this king was categorized as a bad king. His reign was marked by violence, injustice, treachery, and bloodshed because he did not follow the ways of the Lord. Habakkuk was a prophet. He was actually a worshiper. Okay. He's in charge probably of the music ministry of the church. So Habakkuk has an intimate fellowship or relationship with the Lord. So let's start reading chapter, verse 2 of chapter 1. How long, O Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen? Or cry out to you, violence, but you do not save? Have you felt like that? You cry to the Lord, Lord, I have issues in my life, I have problems, and yet it seems that your prayers won't even penetrate the ceiling of your, of your room. Have you experienced that? I have experienced that. Habakkuk here was complaining before the Lord. He was asking God, God, what is going on? There's so much injustices, and yet, God, you don't listen to me. You don't listen to our prayers. I've been yelling, I've been shouting, violence. In, in the message translation, it says, police. Or Habakkuk was shouting, police, send the police. We need help. And yet, God is not responding to him. Let's continue. Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. You know what? When we watch the news, sometimes we will feel devastated. Right? Manunood lang sila ng Batman, nagkakabari na. When you watch the TFC, what's going on in our country? Baha. Baha. And people are suffering. Around us, there's so much injustice. Ain't God unfair? Sometimes we feel that way, right? Or ako lang yun. Right? Okay, so this is what Habakkuk was experiencing. And then he said, therefore the law is paralyzed. 
may mga batas, but nobody's following the, ro- the, the rules. And justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous so that justice is perverted. It's just like watching the city of Gotham. Who among you have watched Batman? Okay? Diba in the city of Gotham? Okay? There's so much injustice. And the criminals are the one ruling the city. Okay? It's happening around us. Okay? So this is, the, during the time of Habakkuk, this is the feeling of Habakkuk. Bad things happen to you and it happened to me. Have you ever complained before God? And when you talk to God, nothing happens? Let's move on. In Habakkuk chapter 1, verses 5 to 11, God answered Habakkuk, Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed, for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. God told Habakkuk, Look at the nations, and I am going to do something that no eyes have seen, nor ears have heard. Because I am going to do something that you will be surprised. Sometimes you may read, oh, praise God, there goes the answer. But let's move on. I am raising up the Babylonians, the truthless and impetuous people who will sweep across the whole earth to seize dwelling places not their own. They are feared and dreaded people. They are a law to themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves at dusk. Their cavalry gallops headlong. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like vultures swooping to devour. They all come bent on violence, their hordes advance like a desert wind and gather prisoners like sand. They deride kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at all fortified cities. They build, build earthen ramps and captured them. Then they sweep past like the wind and go on. Guilty men whose own strength is their God. Sometimes God does not make sense. Habakkuk was interceding in behalf of the people of God because there's so much violence in their midst. And yet God answered and said, I am raising up the Babylonians. During these times, these are the times when there's so much turmoil in the land of Judah. And God has raised up the Chaldeans because this Chaldeans is going to make captive the people of God. You pray to God, Lord, pagalangin mo yung kapatid ko. Heal my mother, heal my brother. And all of a sudden, you hear the noise that they're in the ICU. And worse, they passed away. Did you experience that? Noong nagsimula ka magbigay ng tithes and offering, that's where you experience financial difficulty. Did you experience that? Your business started to dwindle the moment you started walking with the Lord or the moment you joined the D group. God, does that make sense? Hello, are you still here? Why are you so quiet? Akala ko na rapture na eh. 
Okay, you prayed for something and it became worse. Just like my, my, when my mother got sick, I prayed for her and I prayed for healing. And after a few weeks, she passed away. God doesn't make sense. Nangyari ba sa inyo yun? Iba gumaganyan. Iba gumaganyan. All of us in, are into certain situations in our life. And there are people who blame God. But let's look at let's look at the book of Habakkuk. How Habakkuk responded to these things that's happening around him. So what do I do? Pastor in song earlier admonished us about Job. Yung mga walang trabaho, this is going to be your favorite book. Job. Tahimik nyo kasi eh. Okay? So Job, he walked uprightly before the Lord. And yet, Job was tested. He got lost his family. He got lost his possession. Everything, even his friends. And the good wife told him, curse God. Job reacted differently. Pastor Danny preached about Paul and Silas. They were imprisoned for preaching the good news. Okay, They're, They were bound. Okay, nakakadena ang kanilang kamay. What did they do? Hindi nagreklamo. Hindi sinabi ni Paul, ano ba naman itong buhay na to? Kung kailan pa ako naging kristyano, eto ngayon, pinaparusahan ako. And then when Cyrus heard, oo nga, bakit pa ako sumama sa iyo? That was not the reaction. Right? So let's move on. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. Okay, who of you have taken your breakfast? Okay, good, because we're going to tackle the whole book of Habakkuk. Okay. The first time I actually preach one of the comments of Pastor Insong, you preach very long. Now, I'll make it shorter. I'll preach on the whole book of Habakkuk. Okay. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. It is a common practice that prophets during the, that those, those days when they wanted to listen to the Lord, they stand on the ramparts of their walls. What is a rampart? Okay, rampart is actually a huge wall. They're on top of the wall and they're looking at the horizon. And they're waiting for the Lord to speak to them. Okay? Diba sa atin, when we are into trouble, nakadungaw tayo sa bintana, malayo ang tingin. No, but this time Habakkuk is not. He's waiting on the Lord to talk to him. He was on top of the rampart. Okay, waiting for God to speak to him and tell him exactly what to do. Habakkuk was waiting patiently for God to speak to him. You know, our intimacy with God, it is not something that is a quick fix or something that you do overnight. When you want to be intimate with the Lord, you have to wait upon the Lord patiently. 
What is patiently? Hindi ito pasyente, ha? Okay? Patiently, nag-aabang sa Panginoon. Okay? Even David, during those times, okay, he waited on the Lord. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. And the Bible says that they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So waiting patiently. It is not a 10-minute thing. It is not a 5-minute thing. It, does, it is not a 1-hour thing. It is a day-to-day walk and waiting on the Lord. It doesn't end when we say, Amen. No, that's not it. It is a 24-7 fellowship with the Lord. Even when you're at work, wherever you are, you can be intimate with God. You can still continue to commune with God. Waiting on the Lord patiently. Second one, he was waiting expectantly. When you wait on the Lord, you have to expect something. Because God is going to answer our prayers. God is real. Do you know what does that mean? He's real. He's real. He's beside you. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for you and for me. He sent Jesus Christ so that He may experience what you and me are going through right now. It, you know, when I was in college, my concept of God is when God created us, He went up to heaven. And He's got a small hole in heaven looking at us and He enjoys our suffering. When I was in college, I hated God for that. Why? Because there's so much injustices. When I joined the CPP-NPA at the time, okay, my concept of God is, I still believe in God, but that God enjoys our suffering. He's not the God of love. He's a God of joke. But praise God. God is not the God of joke, but He's a God of love. Amen? Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 to 3. Then the Lord replied. The Lord answers. When we ask Him something, when we talk to Him, God will always reply to us. Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. When we call to God, we need to wait for the rhema word of God. What is a rhema word of God? You know, there are two terms that the Bible uses for the word of God. These are Greek terms. The first one is logos, and the second one is rhema. Okay, what's the difference between the two? Logos is the word of God in itself. And the rhema word of God is the word of God that has spoken to you. I will give you an example. How many of you have read in the Bible and Jesus wept? Who among you here will meditate on the word of God with a simple phrase, and Jesus wept. Wala siguro, no? 
Wala, kasi may iiyak ka lang. Jesus wept. What the hell is Jesus wept? But you know, it has a rhema word on me. Because every time we go through suffering, every time we go through things in our life, Jesus wept. Jesus is weeping. The Bible says that He is seated on the right hand of the Father and what? He is interceding on our behalf. Jesus is weeping whenever we feel or we experience injustices. Whenever we sin, Jesus is weeping. He weeps for you and for me. Why? Because He loves us so much. Lord, Mukhang ma-rapture na yung kausap ko, ah. Okay? Jesus is weeping. So, brothers and sisters, if you are going through life, Jesus is weeping. He is interceding for you and for me. Amen? That is the rhema word of God. A rhema is something that is inspired by the Holy Spirit that is really directed to your personal situation. Did you guys get it? So Logos is just the, the Word of God that is inspired. And then the Rhema Word of God. You know, sometimes when you read the Bible, you feel that it is really God talking to you. Right? That is the Rhema Word of God. And whenever we meditate on the Rhema Word of God, that's where miracles happen. Amen? Amen? Psalms 25, verse 14. Let me share this with you. The Lord confides in those who fear Him. He makes His covenant known to them. That's on, in the NIV version. In the message translation, it says, God friendship is for God worshippers. They are the ones He confides in. I discovered that God has some secrets. Deuteronomy 29.29 says, the secret things belongs to God. Okay, however, God is willing to share His secrets to you if we are intimate with Him. If we are intimate with God, we establish that friendship. And once we have that friendship or relationship with God, God shares His secrets to you. Pastor Danny has been talking about delighting ourselves in the Lord. Psalms 37 verse 4. Anong nangyari? Sandali lang ha. That's the problem of technology. Okay. Psalms 37 verse 4. Pastor Danny has been talking about delighting ourselves in the Lord. And what? He will give you the desires of your heart. Okay. What is that? If we continue our intimacy with God, okay, He will give you the desires of your heart. Brother Reggie, does it mean ba na kapag ka I have a delight in the, I delight in the Lord, gusto ko magkaroon ng bagong BMW, is He going to give it to me? Does it mean na ang desires of ng puso ko is manalo ng loto? Is God going to give me that? You know, there's nothing wrong with us being prosperous. 
There's nothing wrong with us being blessed. In fact, the Bible says that I wish above all things that you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. However, is it what God desires for you? You know, as you continue delighting in the Lord, one of the things that I notice is that God gives you His desire and since you have that close fellowship or relationship with God, you tend to hear the heartbeat of God. And your human desire is changed with the desire given from God. Okay, as an example earlier, you want to get rich? As I said, there's nothing wrong with getting rich. That's your desire. But what are you going to do with the money? Naturally, bibili ako ng bahay, bibili ako ng kotse. That's our tendency. But the very reason why God is going to enrich you, the very reason why God is going to bless you, is because God wants you to expand the kingdom of God. God wants you to be a channel of blessing to others. But if you're going to be madamot, God is not going to give you that desire. And as you continue your fellowship, your intimacy with God, that desire of yours is being changed. Amen? And God is going to transfer us that desire from one degree of glory to another degree of glory to another degree of glory. As, I, as you mature in your relationship with God, that desire becomes the Christ-like desire. Amen? Habakkuk chapter 3. Ay, salamat. Nasa chapter 3 na. So, ladies and gentlemen, Habakkuk is only three chapters. Habakkuk chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. Sabi ni Habakkuk, Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. O Lord, renew them in our day. In our time, make them known in wrath. Remember mercy. Habakkuk remembered the past. Brother Reggie, di ba sabi sa Bible, forget the past? Yes, forget about yourself and remember God's goodness. That's what it means. Forget about our kasawian, but remember the goodness of God in our lives. Remember no na born again ka, talaga sabi mo, tulo ang, tulo ang lahat ng luha at saka sipon mo. Sabi mo, Lord, salamat, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. You experience the goodness of God. And when you go through certain situations in life, remember the past that God picked you up from that miry clay. Remember the past that God healed you from your sickness. So whatever things you're going through right now, there is always a trigger that will remind you of God's goodness in the past. Yeah, last night we were in San Diego. I had, I had some fellowship with uh, a few, with my classmates in high school. So we were trying to reminisce the past. Pagka binabalikan ba natin ang past natin, what comes to our mind? Is it the goodness of God or is it our kasawian? It has to be the goodness of God. Hindi yung pagka nag-iisa ka, uy, masakit itong dito ko. Yung nanay ko, sumakitin yung dito niya, namatay. Tapos sasabihin mo sa sarili mo, ako, baka mamamatay na ata ako ha. Tapos, sinabi pa ng doktor, Uy, ang cancer, hereditary yan. Oo nga, 
may cancer ata ako ha. Mamamatay na ata ako ha. No. Instead of contemplating on those things, the Bible says whatever is good, what? Whatever is, think on, okay. And what is that? The goodness of God. Let us meditate, let us contemplate on the goodness of God in our lives. The goodness of God sa ating mga magulang. One of the things that, you know, when my mother passed away, okay, hanggang ngayon naalala ko pa, she went through difficulty in her life. Okay, malaki ang hospital bills, etc. so on so forth. Even my flight back to Manila, wala rin akong pera nun. I've been asking God, Lord, you allow these things to happen. And I wanted to minister and spend time with my mother. I don't even have money. That was the bad thing that happened to me. But the goodness of God is, God supplied all our needs. You know what? I left for the Philippines. Lahat ng gastos ko, even my pocket money, somebody gave money to me. Isn't God good? Hindi ako nang hingi, hindi ako nang limos, hindi ako nang utang, hindi ko ginamit ang credit card ko. And yet, God supplied all my needs. Even the hospital bills. When my mother passed away, we found out that meron pang natilang konting pera. At lahat na yun, hindi kami ang gumastos. People give. People gave. Because God is good. Because God is good. God allowed us to experience those things. Why? Because God has something stored for our family. A lot of our relatives got to hear the word of God. And one of the things that I witness myself is God supplies every need. And you know what? That was the time na sinasabi ko, Lord, nagsusupply ka baba ng need. But that was a life testimony. When I say walang pera, anong ibig sabihin nun? A one at the quarta. No money in English. No dinero in Spanish. Wala as in wala kinada. And I'm even tempted not to give my tithes. Kasi walang pera. Wala as in wala. That is the, the meaning of wala. Kahit pigain nyo kami nun, wala. But God supplied every need. And that was a living testimony for me. God allowed it to happen. Why? Because He has greater things planned and in store for us. Amen? So remember the past. Habakkuk chapter 3, 17 to 18. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vine, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Resolve to continue praising and worshiping God. Guys, it works. Kung wala ka bang pera, can you still say, praise God? If you are sick, can you still sing, give thanks with a grateful heart? Can you still do that? If you are going through storms right now, can you still thank God? The fig tree has nothing. It failed to blossom. 
There's no, there are no cattle in the pen. As in, wala. Nothing. You don't even know when are you going to get your next money to load gas in your car. Can you still thank God? Or you can only say praise God if you have money. Okay? Whether you have money, you don't have money, whether you are sick or healthy, whatever things you're going through, in everything, give thanks. Because it is the will of God. What do you mean by it is the will of God? It is not the will of God for you to get sick. He allowed those things to happen because greater things Okay, ipapakita niya sa atin. Amen? Okay, let's continue to praise and worship God even in the midst of our problems, the midst of the issues that we have in life. Just like Paul and Silas, when they were in prison, what did they do? They sang before the Lord. And the Bible says that the other prisoners heard them sing. Pag sinabing heard them sing, that means they were worshiping God loudly. Okay, loudly. So amidst the situations that you have, you have today, like Paul and Silas, they still continued to praise and worship God. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 19, The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to go on the heights. Habakkuk renewed his faith. Okay? So Habakkuk, he said, my God is sovereign. When we go through things in life, we can always say, God is good, God is my strength. Okay? We need to confess our faith amidst the situation that we are we are in right now. Daniel 11.32 says that those who know their God will do great exploits. Do you know your God? You will only know your God if you have that intimate relationship or fellowship with the Lord. Amen? Are you learning something? This morning is actually Communion Sunday. And it is also timely that we spoke on how God is good to all of us. The Bible says that whenever we come to the table, we have to do it in remembrance of Him. It is only now that I realize what does it mean. But let's go through first First Corinthians eleven, twenty three to twenty nine. For I received of the Lord on the night that he was betrayed. Okay, probably we can have the elements distributed. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on you. The Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Whenever we go, come to the table, we partake of the communion, we should always remember what Jesus has done on the cross for you and for me. The very reason why his body was broken, it's because for us, 
the elements and after that, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this is the cup. This is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. The Lord's death was very important. It's because Jesus shed his blood for you and for me so that our sins can be, can be clean. He died on the cross. His body was bruised. The Bible says that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. Jesus took it all. Jesus took the shame so that we as Christians, we will live a glorious and victorious life. Amen? Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drink the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. A man, all of us, ought to examine ourselves before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and sickly. A number of you have died or fallen asleep. So as we partake of this element, remember the bread. This is not the body of Christ. This is the symbol of the body of Christ that was broken for you and for me. And the cup represents the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus was used to wash all our sins. Kahit gano'n kaitim ang kasalanan natin, though our sins are red as scarlet, they can be white as snow. Amen? So the Bible says that we have to examine ourselves. We have to ask God, God, search my heart. Ask the Holy Spirit. Are there hidden sins that we have in our lives? Are there unforgiveness in our lives? Let's surrender it to God. Let us pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done on the cross of Calvary. And this morning, as we remember the sufferings that you had, as we remember, Lord, that you died for our sins, Lord. We just don't have words to say. Just thank you how grateful we are for your goodness and love for us. Lord God, these elements represents, Lord God, your body and your blood. Even as we partake of it, Lord, we know we are expecting, Lord God, that you're going to meet, Lord God, every situation that we have right now. Forgive us, Lord God, for doing things which are not right before you. Forgive us, Lord God, even for not doing things that we're expected to do. Lord, if we have hated our brother, our sister, our neighbor, our office mate, we ask you, dear Father, that you will remove that hatred Remove that unforgiveness 
and we surrender it to you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you for the mercy. Thank you for your grace. Let's take the bread. Let's take the, the cup. Amen. Amen. How many of you have learned something? So every time we go through in life, always remember the goodness of God. Because God is not blind that He cannot see your situation. God's hands are not too short that He cannot reach out and bless you. It's not too short that He cannot reach out and touch you or heal your body. Amen? It's time for group discussion, right? Okay, for our group discussion, are you experiencing, are you experiencing, whatever it is, are you going through some storms in life right now? Do you experience some prayers not answered or even situations that tend to become worse? Share with the group. Very briefly, not to magnify the situation. But what is important is, what do we commit to do this week? And pray for each other. Because sometimes when we go through certain situations in life, we tend to magnify our problem rather than making our God big. Amen? Let's praise God for our brother Reggie for that. You know, who can be corny and deliver a message at the same time? Tell me. You got to be talented to do that, right? You know, first of all, let's praise God.